are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. Follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Follow Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today? I'm swell. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Uh, We we mentioned training camps yesterday, but didn't get didn't get into them too much. Any early takeaways from Steelers? I know you've been out there uh, a a little bit checking in on things. Yeah, I mean, I will report not a lot happening yet, and they opened camp earlier than everybody else because they're in the Hall of Fame game. Uh, The two rookies, Fryermuth and Harris, are both very impressive in person. Uh, I I think they they've scored with those guys which has some dynasty nice. implications, obviously. For sure, for sure. Certainly, uh, Harris, redraft and dynasty implications. Early, yeah. uh, early high expectations for Najee Harris, for sure. Both have been very impressive catching the ball. Big, big catching radiuses on both. Really, really impressive catching the ball away from their frames and, you know, things that I wasn't, wasn't quite expecting. Yeah, well, that's, and that's, you know, that's that's one of the concerns, I guess, for Harris is just how much he would be involved in the uh, in the passing game. Which one of those running backs is not making the team? Oh, I don't think Samuels will make the team. And I don't know if Snell will have any value when it all comes down to it. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> He's decent on special teams, though. That helps. That's true. That helps. That helps. Matt, we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. We are talking this week about players to target if you are a contending dynasty dynasty team. The season is near. Uh, maybe you're like me and you're already going into your league and setting your week one lineup and uh, you're, you're counting to eight or nine or ten or eleven, however many starters you have, and you realize, oh, I need I need one or two more guys. I can't start. I can't start Jalen Waddle in week one. I need a wide yeah, receiver right. or or uh, uh, Pat Fryermuth looking good, Matt says, but I can't start <laughs> him yet. I need a tight end. That's what we're going to hit on today. We covered quarterbacks and running backs yesterday. We'll do wide receivers and tight ends today. And Matt, let's start it off with wide receivers. I told you yesterday I tried to stay out of the top 20. Uh, that's really easy to do with the wide receivers. Sure, We've got sure. a, lot of, a lot of players far down that that wide receiver rank that can help you in the short term and won't cost too much. I think you can acquire each of these guys uh, for for a second-round pick, maybe a little more with this first player due to that name value. We'll see what you think. First player, Odell Beckham Jr. He's wide receiver 35 in our DLF Dynasty ADP. It's still, still kind of a shock to the system to see him down that far after – uh, after he was the consensus 101 for well over a year. Of course, that's been a little while now. He's had his bumps and bruises, and there's there's reason that he is down this far. So, OBJ, wide receiver 35. Brandon Cooks, wide receiver 42. 
almost certainly the the top option in Houston, uh, barring an injury. Robbie Anderson, wide receiver 47. He was the top option in Carolina last year, but he's being drafted as the third wide receiver on that team right now. Corey Davis, another veteran who could be the wide receiver one for his team, uh, now with the Jets after signing as a free agent. He's wide receiver 53 and one of my favorite bargains in all of Dynasty right now, Antonio Brown, your old buddy, Matt. He's wide receiver 61. So, Matt, you're in that situation. You're not ready to start one of these rookies, or maybe it's maybe it's even a guy like LaVisca Chenault. You're just not quite sure if you can count on him as an every-week starter yet. You want to get a little veteran support. Are you targeting one of these guys or maybe even somebody else? That's no, a good good group, and you pick some really good ones here. As always with wide receivers, I like to pillage some information from Matt Harmon, and he was on Peacock and Williamson just a week or so ago. It was a really good conversation. He um, was not high at all on OBJ in his first year in Cleveland, but even though we didn't see much of him last year, he felt like the reception perception was much, much kinder to Beckham last year, which gives me a lot of hope. So I'm certainly willing to pay wide receiver 35 prices for him and what I expect to be an excellent offense. I got no problem with Brandon Cooks either. You know, neither one of those guys is particularly old. Um, Cooks has been on a lot of teams, but he's clearly the number one receiver on an awful football team. Big playability. Uh, I think that's a good one. But I'm absolutely with you, and that's Antonio Brown. Um, I thought he was really good on tape last year. Like, not quite what he was, of course, but still a very high-end player that was blocked, of course, by Evans and Godwin. And that hasn't gone away, of course, but I don't know that he's much different than Julio in a way. You know, I mean, they were, those guys were the best two players at their position for so long. I think they're both still really good. I totally agree. I, I actually made this made that comparison on another podcast recently between between Brown and Julio because uh, Antonio Brown, like I said, wide receiver sixty one. I think he's being drafted in the eleventh uh, or twelfth round according to our dynasty ADP. And you've got Julio Jones more in that sixth, seventh, eighth round range. To me, I think it's 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 a question of which one I'd rather have. And, and really they have, they should have similar values. So right. uh, I'd, I would easily prefer a B with the discount. You talked about Evans and, and Godwin, certainly good players, younger players than Brown. Uh, but I don't think he's necessarily third in the pecking order. And right. he's certainly not, he, he's certainly not on, on a week to week basis. Um, you know, maybe, maybe that's how it ends up by the end of the year, but I mean, there's going to be weeks and and multiple weeks where he's the guy getting six catches for 120 and a touchdown. Yeah. And I'm not so sure he's absolutely going to retire after the year. Could Godwin not be there? I mean, like he's going strong. I don't think he's going to fade away. He's going to be more useful than just this season. One name I came up with is somebody that is chronically disrespected in the fantasy community. And I've been guilty of it as anyone but Marvin Jones is mm, productive all the time and is dirt cheap. I mean, uh, with all respect to LaVisca, uh, who I like a lot, and the other receivers there, Marvin Jones is the most accomplished guy. I mean, I bet the rookie starts to lean on Jones. 
Yeah, I like that call. I can't believe Marvin Jones is wide receiver 70 in our ADP. Uh, you're, you're right. Dirt cheap, no matter no matter the format. He's another player that is uh, going further in uh, or going later in, even in redraft leagues, than he should be. Uh, definitely a productive player. I like that call a lot. So, again, some options for you. Beckham at 35, he he probably will not. He, he probably will cost more than that second round pick I threw out. Uh, again, because of that name value, he'll cost you something. But the rest of these guys, second rounder is, is the target price. Brandon yeah, Cooks, Robbie Anderson, Corey Davis, Antonio Brown, and I like the Marvin Jones call as well. Especially if you're a good team and you think that second rounder is late and this is the last guy you need, like you, how you prefaced it before, they're all worth it. Matt, when we come back, we will do the same thing with the tight end position. Let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all that action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, information for all your sporting news needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL. Even all your UFC, MMA action, they got so much going on here. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device. It's super easy. And check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams preps for their runs for the playoffs as well. Uh, head to the website and or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On. All one word, all caps, locked on. That's 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Matt, we're back. We're talking players to target for win-now teams. You've got that team that you think is a contender as you prepare for week one, but maybe you're one or even two players short. We have covered quarterbacks, running backs. That was on yesterday's show. We just hit on wide receivers. Let's finish up the conversation with the tight end position. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite as confident in these guys. I want to see what you no. think. It, it was a little tougher. I cheated. I took tight end 20 uh, to start us out. It's Zach Ertz. We've heard lots of trade rumors, uh, really all offseason with Zach Ertz, that he, he might be traded. The bills just keep coming up. Uh, the Cardinals have been mentioned. I, I'm not sure he's even getting traded at this point. So if, if he has to share again with Dallas Goddard, uh, I, don't, I don't know if that would be a good thing. We'll, we'll see what happens. But Zach Ertz is tight end 20. Austin Hooper is tight end 23. Jared Cook, tight end 25. Now moving over to the L.A. Chargers. And reliable Gronk down there at 26. So let's see. We talked about Brady uh, at quarterback. We talked about Antonio Brown at wide receiver and now Gronk at the tight end spot. Um, There's a reason this team performed pretty well last year. They might not be built for the long haul as well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Interesting group of names here. You know, one that popped up to me that was higher up the list is Evan Ingram, who's younger. You have to pay more for him. I think it's a very pivotal year in his career, and maybe getting out of New York a year from now could help him as well. Um, this list isn't real inspiring. Mm-hmm. I don't want to start any of them, unlike the the other positions you came up with. Ertz, to me, looked pretty cooked, and Arizona and Buffalo are like the two worst landing spots for tight ends anyways. <laughs> you know, they don't ever throw to the tight end to begin with. 
Um, I think Hooper's just a very pedestrian player. Gronk and Cook to me, though, Gronk's going to score touchdowns. I mean, I, I think he's such a special player that he'll probably produce, probably block a lot. But I'm going to go with Jared Cook. I, I think he's undervalued in all fantasy communities. He can still run. I thought he was pretty good with the Saints last year. He's very old. I think he's older than some people realize, but he's free. I mean, nobody wants Jared Cook. Yeah, good good stuff there. You're right. Gronk is is that player we we think of as just as being so old. He's he's been around and in the spotlight for for so long. Uh, Jared Cook is two years older than Gronk. Yeah, so yeah. so you're right. Thirty four years old for Jared Cook. Uh, I think he's the oldest uh, the oldest tight end. Uh, on our ADP list here, so that's that's really saying something. Um, he's actually the same age as Jimmy Graham. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. Um, you make a good point, though. Maybe maybe with the tight end position and just really how volatile it is from week to week. And uh, I mean, even if you have a if you've got the tight end ten or the tight end eight for the week, there's a good chance you're not even getting much out of that position. <laughs> right, right, uh, right. If you don't have a top five guy, so. Let's go a little higher. What about uh, what about the Patriots combo? They I was going to mention both, them. Yeah, right. They signed both Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, and as a result of both of those guys landing with the same team in New England, and not to mention the, the quarterback questions and offense offensive questions in general, both of those guys lose value. Hunter Henry at tight end seventeen, Johnny Smith at tight end eighteen, and both not not hard to acquire. I've been acquiring Johnny Smith like crazy, and I don't dislike Henry, and I understand that these two are going to pillage off each other, but I think that's gone too far. I, I think Smith is so good on the move. I thought he was really ascending in Tennessee. Money talks. They're going to use these guys both an awful lot. Their receivers are really bad. Whether it's Newton or Jones, I still think the tight ends have a, a very high target share. Johnny Smith, to me, is, is far too cheap. I agree. I prefer Smith as well, but I, I like both guys, and I like taking the discount on both guys. Mm-hmm. Last ones I would throw out are a couple players who were formerly teammates, uh, L.A. Rams, Tyler Higby, and uh, Gerald Everett, who has been a Ram up until this past offseason, signs with Seattle. Uh, Higby is tight end 16, so he's actually lost value after a little bit of a disappointing season in 2020. And uh, Gerald Everett is tight end 22, so super cheap for him. Do you like either of those guys, and, and which one would you be targeting at that it, value? It, it's funny, because I think the two tight ends I own the most are Johnny Smith and Gerald Everett. You know, and, and a lot of it's all their athleticism. There are some similarities there that they're both ascending, in my opinion. Um, I think Everett goes to an excellent situation. I know I understand that there's some other tight ends on the depth chart of note. But they spent money on him. They don't have a prominent number three receiver. He's got a great quarterback. I think Everett's a great one. And I didn't realize Higby was that low on the list, too, because like for redraft, I think he's a top 12 guy, and that's kind of the exercise we're looking for here is a, you know, a, a basically an every week starting tight end. Yeah. All right, Matt, that will do it for our tight end talk. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Michael Thomas's new dynasty trade value. Folks, I want to take a minute here to tell you guys about Built Bar. They've been a 
Really great sponsor and ally here to the entire Locked On Network and to my family as well. My son's 14. He's really into lifting weights now and working out. He just crushes Built Bars as soon as they pretty much walk in the door. Um, my wife is kind of a chocolate connoisseur, and she's real picky about the, you know, in these bars. Some of the chocolate you get on the outside is really waxy. Not the case at all with Built Bar. And there's 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, Cherry barcotta, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp to go around to go with the original twelve flavors. Uh, they're great for the health conscious guy or woman. Um, you lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Um, some of these, all these bars have a little bit different qualifications, but let's just pick one out of the air here. Peanut butter has nineteen grams of protein, one hundred eighty calories, only five grams of sugars, and five grams of net carbs. Um, how about cookies and cream? Only has 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. And that's what you get with all these, which is unbelievable. So go to builtbar.com, use our promo code locked 15. That's locked one, five, all one word. And you get 15% off your next order. Use promo code locked 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's finish up with a little trade talk. We heard uh, late last week that Michael Thomas not going to be ready for training camp, not even going to be ready for the regular season. And in fact, he could miss a big chunk of the season. It's the same injury that that cost him most of last season. This this uh, this bad ankle just really not getting any better. He did ultimately have to go, undergo surgery, and and I guess sounds like that surgery took place later than maybe expected. It's not good news for Michael Thomas and his dynasty value. Uh, I've got a couple trades here that I'm going to throw out to you, but uh, before we get to those, just what are your thoughts on Michael Thomas from a dynasty perspective? And I've got to tell you, I'm really worried about this Saints team. Oh, I'm really worried about the Saints team all of a sudden because, you know, the little things like, They've been trading up in drafts and have made very few draft picks lately. And then they got hit hard with injury and a suspension already and defections from the cap. Like, they have no depth whatsoever, and they're losing guys already. And it's they already had quarterback questions, of course. I mean, I think Peyton, Sean Payton's really going to be tested as a coach. And, you know, if he gets his team in the 500 neighborhood, what a, what a testament to him, which kind of reminds me of, like, Belichick last year, getting seven wins out of that, that Patriot team. Thomas, I don't really want to touch him for redraft or count on him much this year. He always seems super eager to get on the field and rushes back, and I wonder if that's going to be the case again. But ankles don't end careers. I mean, if if this is done properly and they're patient, it seems like patience has been a problem in this situation. But if they learn from their mistakes and they're patient with them and he's back to being the player he was, maybe with a new quarterback, maybe with a lot different cast a year from now. I think he's somebody that still has a lot of value. Yeah, after the news of last week, I did 
uh, put a poll on Twitter. Which player would you prefer in Dynasty, Cam Akers or Michael Thomas? Which one do you want? Wow. That's hmm. a pretty good question. I bet they were close to 50-50. I think it was, uh, it was like 60-40. I guess I want Thomas. Yeah, I, he, he was the 60, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I mean, Akers is more dependent on youth and freshness and health, you know, where I think Thomas is such a good route runner, contested catch guy. Even if this ankle takes 10% away of his quickness, he'll still have value. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, we do have a couple of Michael Thomas trades that have gone down. Again, just to give uh, give you an idea of kind of where his value is at after this news. First one, Michael Thomas for Cooper Cup, even up. Hmm. If I'm win now, I think I move, I move Thomas for Cup. If I'm not, I want Thomas. That one's I'm going to kind of hedge my bets a little bit, depending on my team makeup. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, those two guys, I believe they're both 28 years old. So, yeah, y- you know, it's not like you're moving moving Thomas for that uh, that young player who's going to give you. Um, you know, buying back years is is one thing we talk about on here. Uh, let's see, Michael Thomas, twenty eight, Cooper Cup, also twenty eight. So yeah, it's really just like you said. It's it's a move for um, that win now that that has been the theme of our show the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. I would take Cup there, would uh, you? But that that's probably about the borderline of of where I would look. Okay, quick question for you though. I, I said earlier, and I sort of misspoke, that I'm not counting on Thomas at all this year. I, I think that's probably a little harsh. I mean, if I told you you could have either Cup or Thomas for the fantasy playoffs this year, who would you rather have? I think I still want Cup. Oh, okay. And, I was going to say, I want Thomas there. I mean, part of that is is just the uncertainty about the injury, uh, and not that not that Cooper Cup has been the picture of health either, right, but right. Uh, it also goes, again, back to the Saints offense. I'm, I'm worried about this quarterback situation, how it affects Michael Thomas and, and Alvin Kamara and, and everyone else, um, and, and pretty excited on the other end to see what Matthew Stafford does with that offense. So, yeah, I, I mean, we, we could be talking about the Saints having – like six wins, you know, maybe, maybe uh-huh. that's way, yeah. may, maybe that's way, way off. I hope it is. Cause they're, they're always a fun team to, to cheer for, but things have not gone well for them this off season. Last note there. And it kind of ties back to our last segment conversation. I do think the Thomas injury boosts Adam Troutman's stock. And I'm a Troutman hmm. believer to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Uh, not, not a veteran. We, we seem to mm-hmm. focus most of these, Win now uh, targets on uh, on the veteran players. Troutman going into his second year, but yeah, definitely a player trending up. And I mean, really, he could be the top target in in that offense. Um, Maybe from a, pa- from a passing a game standpoint, there. right? Yeah, yeah. They've he, schemed up tight ends very well, and they love him. They traded up for him. He's a good blocker. He was my favorite tight end in that class. So uh, I think this is good news for Troutman owners. One more trade involving Michael Thomas. It's Michael Thomas for Preston Williams and a first-rounder. Again, basically a throw-in. We're just talking right, about right. a first-rounder. First-rounder for Michael Thomas. We said yesterday we would take any first-rounder for Cam Akers. Are you doing the same thing in this situation? It's kind of funny because 
pull back the curtain. You had this typed up here on, on a Google Doc. And I'm like, who's P. Williams? Is it Puka <laughs> Williams? Uh, I kind of <laughs> forgot Preston was even around. I mean, he's so far down the depth chart. And I liked him as rookie year. I mean, he flashed. But obviously, yeah. he has no value here. Um, Pooh. Thomas for a first. Clearly, if you're a rebuild, you take it in a heartbeat, I think. if This is another one. If you're in it to win it and you think you're going to pick 10, 11, 12 in next year's draft, I'll take Thomas. Yeah, yeah, that one's close for me as well. Yeah, uh, good ones. I'm probably hanging on to Thomas and, and hoping to get a little bit more than a first. Um, you know, if, if we're talking about uh, if that's a super flex league and I'm getting a first rounder, that might be enough to make me take mm. the pick. If it's a 2023 first, that class looks. I know we're we're jumping way ahead here, but that class looks stacked. Maybe I take the 23, but not the 22 first. So it's it's that close to to being uh, an accept for me. What about him for Elijah Moore, Waddle, Smith, you know, the real young guys? Um yeah, I'm probably I'm probably still hanging on and, and hoping mm-hmm. for more. Pushing yeah. up a little. I'm um like Jerry Judy would be that would be enough. Okay. I, I, would, I, I see I would, what you're going with that then. Chase Claypool would would definitely be enough. I would love that deal. Yeah, uh, that's that's probably that's probably wishful thinking at this point. Uh, maybe, but, maybe yeah. throw in a second or something. Yeah, that will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.